This episode of GKNF is brought to you by The Happiness Compass. The Happiness Compass is an organization that aims to provide everyone with the tools to be happier and more fulfilled by creating programs and initiatives that teach people skills around emotional intelligence, positive psychology, mindfulness, resilience, and physical well-being. Check out the many programs, social initiatives, products available, and upcoming events online at thehappinesscompass.life. Hey, GK. Yo. Have you ever played fantasy sports? No. Have you ever bet on fantasy sports? Once, but I was doing it the wrong way. <laughs> Have you ever watched basketball? Twice. <laughs> the right way. Good. Well, if, if anyone listening answered yes to any of those questions, for all your fantasy sports needs, head over to fantasyhq.com.au. Play for real money on Moneyball every day and watch basketball on Netflix. Ching-ching. <laughs> steps of space to fight crimes and talk about the subjects not many men dare to go. With faces only a blind mother could love, arms like a silverback gorilla, and more hair on their chest than something really, really hairy. Like really hairy. Prepare to be astounded and bedazzled by the wondrous voices of your two hosts, GKNF. Stand by for live broadcast. Shalom interweb. Welcome to GKNF episode 30. 15 screen money green leather sofa. Ooh, nice. What is the uh, origins of that? Uh, that's uh, just a song I wrote, uh, Juicy, back in the day. <laughs> we, dudes, today you can, you're can you going to hear some background noise. We're recording from a uh, good mate of ours, Simon Williams. He's doing a, uh, a launch for his film uh, with a bit of an art exhibition. And we're mm-hmm. coming live from uh, Monavale Movement Studios. Yep, and we're doing the uh, dual uh, episodes today. But to kick off episode number one, we've got a, a super intriguing um, and just an all-round good guy, Josh Smith. Welcome to the show, dude. G'day, fellas. That's uh, good to be here. Dude, owner of Fortitude Nutrition Coaching, um, Home and Away star, um, <laughs> Joshy Darkness. I mean, you, you run a lot of mantras. Oh, mate, it's uh, a busy lifestyle I lead. It's hard to keep up sometimes. Uh, I think I've done a little bit of everything, um, but I think I've finally found my own to be uh, a guest on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we, we're stoked you came in here. Like I said, we've, we've travelled out to Monavale through the traffic. Oh, uh, it's which a was gauntlet a, of which hell. Was a <laughs> yeah. I think I drove to Tamworth before I came here. <laughs> <laughs> the traffic would have been better going to Tamworth as well, I'm sure. Yeah, what if we put the uh, address into Google Maps to come up with a skull and bones? So just, <laughs> it just poison. So are you sure? <laughs> yeah, turn around, turn around. But, dude, the reason we've got you in, you're stoked. You're a, you're a nutrition coach. Um, you've, Like you said, you've found your calling. It's something uh, that uh, I guess you started base as a teacher yep. and then moved into this... Uh, I guess this uh, this field that's huge at the moment, health and well-being and fitness and, and everything, and, and you're in there, I guess, getting people in the right uh, the right headspace to sort of, uh, is it eat, eat well and create a healthy lifestyle? Yeah, pre- I'm just trying to uh, clear things up for people. There's uh, so much out there, uh, so much confusion. So you're right, like, get in the right headspace. So uh, I'm not so much about the science of food. It's more about, like, a behavioural approach. Uh, so building healthy habits and... Yeah, basically just trying to get people uh, to know what to eat, when to eat it, uh, and develop the best strategies around mm-hmm. eating the right things for their health or for their fitness goals, yeah. And when people come to you, are they looking at, like, it's an individual approach, obviously, to because to, what works for 
one person isn't working for everyone, is it? 100%. And I think that's one of the biggest problems I face is someone will go, oh, yeah, but my mate does this, so I've tried that, or I've tried keto, or I've done intimate fasting, or, you know, this CrossFit guy, Matt Fraser, eats all these carbs a day. Why can't I? I'm like, well, you lead a completely different lifestyle, uh, and you don't train as much as he does, and your body is totally different. Even, like, identical twins would have, you know, different gut microbiomes too. So, uh, yeah, like... Different people need to eat different things, so I try and work out what's best for them. And is that the that's your starting point? Probably the uh, like getting out of their mindset, what they think they know about nutrition and food, and what's healthy and what's not healthy. You've probably got to break them down to get back to like it's like going in the army, hey? Like you break them down so you can build them back up and to train them the right way. Yeah, mate. Sometimes it's really hard because they've been, I guess, programmed this way since such a young age. Um, I guess like one of the things I face as well is you know we grew up when we were kids thinking that if we um. I guess if we ate eight, eight wee a day, we'd be like Brett Lee, you know what I mean? Uh, and we know now that that's not the right breakfast for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to, I guess, deprogram, you know, sometimes 30 years or 40 years uh, of a way of learning is, is very hard to do. Yeah. Um, so to introduce them to things like, you know, fats are good for you or, you know, eat carbs at a certain time mm-hmm. and, you know, you can use olive oil and avocado is great, those kind of things. People are like, oh, I've, I've learned my whole life that eggs will give me high cholesterol. Yeah. So... So before we, because we're going to get into that, but let's talk about where it changed for you. There, there's a mindset shift that you would have had to go through yourself, where yeah. you've, you know, tell us a little about, a little bit about life before you you turn into uh, Josh 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess before that was just full blown Josh Darkness, where you know, it was a, a lot of drinking and you know ate whatever yep. I wanted and didn't really exercise. Uh, and I guess a bit of a cliche, like uh, I did have a car accident. Uh, there was no reason why it happened. Uh, I was leaving the studio one day, just recording, like 3.30 in the afternoon, during the school holidays, and uh, had a car accident, just blacked out in the car. Um, anyway, woke up in hospital, had 24 seizures in 12 hours, and that's Jeez. pretty much unheard of, um, especially for someone who's never had a seizure in their whole life. Uh, Are you epileptic, too? No, not at all. Not at wow. all. So um, the doctors didn't know why it happened. They asked if I was on drugs, and I said no. Uh, I had a really aggressive doctor that said, like, mate, just tell us if you're on drugs. And I was like, mate, I would tell you, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Uh, yeah, so like one minute I'd be fine, just sitting there talking to family. Next minute, have another seizure. It was horrible. Uh, couldn't feel my legs for, for two days. Um, and then... How I, old were you? I was 25. Wow, okay. Yeah, so five years ago. And it was it was obviously a horrible experience, just not for me, but for my for my family uh, and for my friends that, that were there to support me. Um, and then, so... F- for four days, I was in the bed. I couldn't walk. Uh, I refused to eat because I'm like, I'm not going to the bathroom if I if I can't walk there myself. Yeah. Um, so that was where I guess the whole fortitude thing came from, which is the name of the business, mm-hmm. uh, like mm-hmm. overcoming adversity and courage in, in adversity. So uh, from there, I was like, I'm never going to take movement for granted again. Uh, I started training at the gym. Um, you know, training really hard. Even got to a point where I, cu- I couldn't drive because I'd had all those seizures in a certain amount of time. They wouldn't let me drive for another five months. Um, wow. So I was catching the train from Cronulla to Blacksland to teach, which is like a two and a half hour train ride. I then catch the train back home. Then I would catch the train back to Miranda Gym. I would train for an hour, hour and a half, tra- get the train back to Cronulla. Um, and then after that, I was like, well, I can't still be eating all this shit food. I need to kind of I guess feel my body right for like this journey I'm going on for, you know, for health and fitness and even through work like I can't be tired all the time so I started doing a bit of research learning from mm. certain people um, but and what, th- made, what made you clue on to your diet 
Well, you know, most people say, oh, I need to stop going out and, and drinking as much, or I need to stop, uh, I, I need to, you know, do a bit more exercise. W- what made you clue on to diet? Um, I, there was no, like, light bulb moment, to be honest. It was more like a, a process, because when I was younger, I didn't have a very good diet. I didn't eat many vegetables. I pretty much lived on chicken and mashed potato for a long time. Um, and... You know, I didn't have like a, a really bad body composition, but I wasn't very healthy either. Yeah. Uh, then I, when I did start to read some things, I was like, oh, okay, well, this might actually make me healthier. Uh, this might make my recovery better. It might make me think clearer. Uh, so I started to experiment, and then I was like, man, there's so much stuff out there. And being a teacher, I have the perfect background to, to try and teach other people the right thing for them. So mm-hmm. um, I guess it was more of, more of a transition. Uh, mm-hmm. through more than just a complete switch. How quickly did you notice that change and that difference, like that inner change from when you, obviously you dial your diet in, I guess, is what you're essentially doing? Oh, massive, yeah. Do you notice that pretty well straight pretty away much instant, for yourself? Instantaneous, yeah. yeah. Like, firstly, like my recovery was a, a lot better uh, and then my health, because I had a lot of allergies as a, as a, as a kid, uh, my asthma was really, really bad um, and now that, that stuff's pretty much non-existent. You know, wow. I was I at one point had to get injections uh, for my allergies um, when I was like 18, and now you know, yeah, if a cat goes past me, then my eyes water. Yeah, but other than that, like I'm, I'm pretty much I'm pretty good throughout the year. Don't get super sick anymore. Um, maybe like once or twice I might get pretty badly sick, but that's just like a general person now. Whereas I was always run down with a flu or a cold or something or something allergy based, and now that's pretty much yeah nearly gone. Do you find your mind is more focused as soon yeah. as? Well, that's one of my big things for as like when you do get your diet on point, it's like you've got uh, you're clearer in the mind and your your decision making seems to be more quicker, easier, and. Uh, I guess better probably as well you're making more right decisions yeah but what what I don't understand is okay so if you change your diet what is it that you change is it like um, you know a a typical western diet where you might eat you know fast food you know on a Friday or Saturday night you know what I mean like what is it in the food that can you know I guess give have these adverse effects on on your health or, or even your mental health or? It's, a, it's a more a combination of things like um, so I said to all my clients it's, it's a more of a consistent approach it's not like you're going to cut out all the bad foods um, you know for, forever so like I still enjoy like a burger and a beer and, and whatever and a donut every now and then but it's more a consistent approach it's like what you're doing throughout the week uh, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep um, so it's you know not having all those like refined carbohydrates. Uh, that What's are, a refined carbohydrate? So things that are, are processed. Ah, okay, yeah, know, like uh, a so, lolly or like... yeah, those kind of things. Um, anything that's in a package, uh, those kind of things, they're a lot harder to break down. Uh, they cause inflammation in the gut. So there's a lot of I guess studies at the moment that are coming out and research about inflammation in the gut and the effect gut it has on the yeah, and it's like a second brain. It's like a two-way street between the gut and the brain. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's there's there's so much research coming out now about it. Inflammation in the gut is basically like having a uh, a paper cut or or, or a splinter um, in your gut, and then that leads to yeah, I guess uh, not thinking as clearly, and then I guess in the worst case, depression, uh, poor mental health, uh, and and then Alzheimer's as well. Um, so improving gut health through things like probiotics and just and just eating like a a whole food diet um, will really improve those kind of things and, and I, I have seen that with clients like they their mental health does get better they, they're thinking a lot clearer just by changing even in the morning not having things like oats or, or wheat bix or yep. you know a lot of uh, carbohydrates in the morning so 
changing to things like eggs um, or or avocado, which are high mm-hmm. in fats, uh, and that they are good for brain function. Yeah. So. so when you hear like about a product like um, like your cults, right? So that's a, a probiotic product. Yeah. Is that something that is? Um, like a, more of a band-aid where you like um, you know you talk about uh, prevention and uh, cure and th- things of that nature like is that um, is that should you have something like that or can you achieve whatever probiotics are in uh, your cults through like sauerkraut and yeah 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 like so you can have foods that are that have um, probiotics in them so things like your your yogurts your Greek yogurts because uh, probiotics are bacteria right yeah yeah it's a good bacteria yeah. wow okay. there's so many bacteria in the gut and uh, that's that's like a whole other whole other world, um, and they're just discovering so many so many things about the, the gut mi- microbiome and gut bacteria and, and how it affects every part of your body. Yeah. Um, but yeah, things like your sauerkraut, your kombucha, kefir, uh, kimchi, those kind of things. Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow down, egghead. <laughs> <laughs> what what are those last three ingredients? Uh, kefir, uh, kimchi. They're just more fermented foods. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they have like. Jeez, I've got to ask these. What's fermented? Like, is that um, things that have been sit, sit so the bacteria cultures can yeah, yeah, cultivate? Yeah, exactly yeah. right. The cultures in the food. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's aged stuff that's aged, is yeah. it? Correct, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So having the background, obviously, in teaching, did that sort of uh, indoctrinate itself so it was easy to like study and pick this stuff up once you had an interest in it? Or was it make, is that more making it easy to. Uh, to to teach this stuff to other people I think it's easier to teach things um, and and try and find a way that they learn best um, I guess being a teacher uh, and also like uh, specialising in, in special needs as well I've had to try try and find different approaches for a range of different kids your, your, your bag of tricks is quite broad yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I think it's helped massively because as adults, they have different ways of learning as well, and they're, plus they're stubborn mm-hmm. as well. It's harder to to change something that they've had ingrained in their ways for. Some, I've had, I have clients that are sometimes sixty years old, so they've eaten a certain way for you know sixty years, a lifetime. So, what's yeah, the almost. first session look like? Almost. Someone comes to see Fortitude Nutrition, they sit down with you. What? How do you you do? You, do you break down what they're actually doing. Is that the first? So yeah, so I kind of have a bit of a screening form and see what their overall health's like, their sleep quality, uh, their mood, satiety levels. So like how full they feel after after a meal if they're constantly hungry, um, energy levels, concentration, those kind of things. Ask them what their goals are, um, and then I'll go through what like a normal day looks like for them. And then I'll ask I'll ask them questions and get them that gets them to reflect well on themselves. So I'll say like, okay, so how are your current food habits going for you? And if they go oh well. Yeah, no not. one's ever asked me that question. Yeah, they go, oh, okay, well, yeah, I don't really feel well after I have my breakfast or I feel a bit foggy in the mornings. Okay, all right, so what's something that maybe you could do to, to change that? Oh, okay, well, how could I actually clear that fogginess up so then I can help them with that? I'll say, oh, this is an option, all right, and then I might give them a bunch of strategies and say, oh, which one do you feel confident with most? They go, all right, well, well you know, I could probably cook two eggs in the morning it mm-hmm. might take five minutes yep okay so how are you going to how are you going to make sure that you cook your eggs in the morning uh, well I'll make sure I have eggs in the house All right? so like we kind of backwards map so, yeah, okay. that's you know, right it's like this regression back to reverse engineering yeah, yeah. how to get there yeah, yeah exactly right so so I kind of then leave the session with them being confident in making just one change at a time uh, rather than saying you know 
all your meals are pretty rubbish. We're going to change all six of them. Or what's one thing that you think you can really focus on and work mm-hmm. on for the next week or even two weeks? Yeah. And until that becomes a, a habit and it's ingrained in their lifestyle, uh, then we can add something else. So you like, introduce something. See, that's my issue. When I, I love get that. It, when I'm into like whatever it is, I'm balls deep in it. Yeah. And I want <laughs> I want to go from zero to 100 yeah. straight away, which is probably the reason you fall off the... Because you're changing so much, so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. becomes a... Uh, like uh, I guess a, a habit would that yeah. be the exactly. right, the yeah, exactly. right yeah. word exactly yeah. right so yeah. habit, habit based approach um, like I do offer meal plans um, and I'd, I prefer to do the one on one coaching based on my background as a teacher um, and sometimes the meal plans work if, if they have a certain goal like when I work with athletes then it does work or if they want to lose a certain amount of weight and they are quite determined um, they need to go on a holiday or something like that and that, that's worked before um, and they might pick up certain things here and there. But even after one week of their meal plan, they'll go, okay, what's the next meal plan? I'm like, well, well it's a four-week plan. Yeah. I'm like, oh, why is it four weeks? I said, because you couldn't stick to the first week. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Everyone wants the end goal, don't they? They want, yeah. the, they want the rich Frody, the the, yeah. uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger body straight away, don't they, without, yeah. without the prep. That, but I do too. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> have, you come, have you come up with that magic pill that you do yeah. it? You train once a year and you don't eat Maccas one day and then you're awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, there's something to Elon Musk there you go yeah. <laughs> Elon if you're listening and that's, that's the thing as well like I don't have a, a, a certain diet that I prescribe and I don't believe in diets or or real 8 week challenges because there's an end date it's, mm-hmm. it's more of a lifestyle approach because health is the main priority yeah. and once once your body is healthy then it can do all the other things it's meant to do then it can yeah. start because you might be eating the, the perfect thing but if there's something going on in your body um, that's not right then your body's going to fight that infection first yeah. it doesn't even care about burning fat yeah. so you need to focus on that first You'll get your health right and then work on everything else so what is it about like that initial like constant consultation that you have with someone yeah. where you differentiate like uh, you should eat more of this or you should do more of this is it not just diet it sounds like it's a little bit of uh, behavior like habits like yeah you- so because it's very client centered and I ask them questions and they, they and they like you said before they probably haven't been asked those questions before mm-hmm. first they'll stop and they'll like kind of do a bit of an inner reflection and then they'll just blurt everything out but mm-hmm. oh yeah no so I eat pretty well oh but then I go on these real big binges and yeah. I go okay that's what we're going to focus on yeah all right so then it becomes clear in kind of we both have that thing where we look at each other and I go that's the focus for today <laughs> so that's my thing right. I'll go into like a, a set plan for is it three days and then fall off or is it three weeks and then fall off yeah. and then I, once I fall off I'm off so that's yeah. so there must is it, there must be a lot of mental in it that you've got to I guess you're coaching mentally as well as all like, but do you feel like when you want to go into that um, phase like you you want to go into the fitness phase how do you try what do you do to safeguard yourself from jumping off the bandwagon oh well if I invest $300 in a supplement or you know like I, I'm, I'm going to get a gym membership by, by investing that money like I'm hoping to get returns like on, on health but that's not enough for, for it may work for some mm. let's be honest it may work for some yeah. but it's not uh, enough for others yeah so you need to find out why someone's doing something if you like Geordie might want to uh, you know get ripped okay why do you want to get ripped oh I want to go on a holiday okay but you go on a holiday with your wife and kids 
you know they love you anyway so does it matter if you're ripped massively I'm, I'm always after other people's appro- approval and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. endeavor and going well gee look at that guy yeah. but, but, but there you she's go. punching <laughs> that's all I hope they're saying that now I wish uh, she was my dad <laughs> <laughs> my whole thing is yeah that's that's my goal for everything for other people not for myself yeah so yeah you kind of reflect on on, uh, on why they have a certain goal and one of the last things I ask them is, you know, what's the most important things in your life? And they might say, okay, family, work, my pets, or mm-hmm. those kind of things. So I always try and revert back to that. Or if it's a sport, yeah. you know, what the sport. So is it almost like trying to identify that person's carrot? What is that thing that's driving you to? Um and, and based on whatever that is, you know, what, what is the thing that makes you want to uh, pursue this and what are your goals? That's how I'm going to adjust yeah. your diet. You know what I mean? Exactly right. So, um, you know, personally for me, like, mine's more like a performance-based, my diet, and I guess with work as well because I'm so busy, uh, you know, with juggling quite a few jobs. Uh, I can't really afford to be run down, so I need to make sure eating plenty of vegetables uh, and then carbohydrates around the right times and then fats as well mm-hmm. uh, when I need to really focus. Yeah. Um, and then if someone's, you know, goal is just to, you know, uh, be really good at netball or something, okay? Yeah. You know, when are you going to eat uh, the foods that allow you to perform the best? So right. for our listeners right now, we're probably at the point where I want something from you. Like, yeah. uh, give me something. Give me a tip. Give me a tip. Like, what, what's something I can focus on? So you mentioned... All right, so honestly, the first thing I'll get people to do is uh, just eat real foods. That's the best thing that you can do. All right, is that so like a paleo? No, no, no. Not even... No, not just even, so cook, not packaged foods, yeah, not fast food. Nothing yeah. that's in a package. Yeah. So, well, so actually, we'll regress even... Sorry, mate. Uh, we'll regress even further. Yep. One of the first things I get people to do, even my athletes, is to keep a food journal. Because what gets logged gets improved. All right? So... You can't improve what you don't measure. Yeah. Ex- and that's exactly right. And also, if you're accountable to someone, so that's they're accountable to me... Um, and they're writing down their meals every day, they might not want to include a shit meal. Because they'll be embarrassed that Josh Smith's going to look at that and go, how come you had all that friggin' Nando's? So it's an element of accountability. Exactly right. So that's the first thing I get them to. Then the next thing might be just to eat real food. Yeah, Because I'll I'll have people, even athletes, that eat, they don't eat enough. And they're like, oh, I just want to get lean. I'm like, yeah, but you're not even eating enough to get muscle. That's like, you need to get muscle. To get lean, you need muscle. So... Like, how, how do you do that? Like, how do you... Like, is it um, macro counting macros? Not is even. What like, is macros? Wait, slow down. What, what's macros mean? So macros is the percentage of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins that you eat per day. Okay. And I tell you what, that is very hard to do, and it is painful because you're measuring every because single meal. I, because I do that at the moment. I've done it for. I've probably done it for two months. Um, I did it just because I was under eating a lot, uh, and like I said before, the, the amount that I work at the moment and still train. Sometimes twice a day, I need to be. I need a one a re- assurance on my health. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need to make sure I'm getting plenty of vegetables and plenty of calories in. Uh, then if I want to perform, you know, and still see progress in my in my lifts or in my performance at the gym, uh, I need to make sure I'm eating enough as well and recovering yeah. enough. You've touched on uh, like this fitness thing, and I think like all this good food craze, like the CrossFit, like people go to the CrossFit cult or whatever. But I think it's brought a lot of people into a healthier lifestyle. Like, yeah. and it's. And one thing Far and I touched on before we have multiple times is like gamified sports. Yeah. And that's what CrossFit is. You don't have to just go to the gym and go, I'm going to bench press this or squat this. You've got yeah, you've got targets and you're competing. If it's not against yourself, it's against other people in the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that what um, the uh, the new gym, uh, F45, like uh, when you join up, there's some sort of competition that you can... There is uh, one, but it's... Uh 
it's it, it's just like a, a fitness kind of competition once yeah. a year. I think they do it. Uh, they have them at fitness expos as well. Um, but yeah, like CrossFit has plenty of uh, competitions throughout the year as well. Uh, they yeah. got the big the big one, the the CrossFit Games. Yep. Um, which is a great spectacle to watch. Are and you it, CrossFitting? Yeah, I do CrossFit, uh, and it's really cool that you can you can compare yourself to the best in the world. It's the only sport. Yeah, like, that's right. You know, like, everyone's on one playing field. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then like I guess there's five workouts a year where you all do the same thing, and you and you can go, all oh, right, I'm comparing myself to Matt Fraser, the best in the world. Oh, he beat me by you know half the time, <laughs> uh, but that's fair enough. But yeah. you know, when I was a kid, I always wanted to play cricket against Brett Lee. But you're not going to face could, him in the net. Yeah, you, plus, I don't want to. <laughs> you're not, not going to have a head left at the end of it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that so, is that is really cool. There, there, there again is that that carrot we're talking about. Like, what's yeah. your goal? You know, if in a lot of people's goals is to be the best. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, so I've, I've been at uh, a couple of different CrossFit gyms and. And the first one I was at, like, progressed pretty well. Um, and then me and another guy that I train with, my training partner at the moment, we um, kind of started plateauing a bit, so we went to a different gym. Uh, and, you know, our head coach there has been to the CrossFit Games before. Was it a different training there, or was it different people to push you? It was like, a bit... competitive It was wise. a bit of both. Uh, so my, mind sh- my mindset also shifted, because before you said you compete against yourself or against others. The old gym, always competing against others, checking the scorecards, mm-hmm. going, all right, sweet, I beat that person, or I didn't beat that person, I should have. Now, the only person I focus on is myself. And it's been so much better for my performance. Love that. Love yeah. that. I don't even look at the so whiteboard it's, anymore. It's PB sort of. Yeah, exactly. Best. And I'm doing so much better because that's all I'm focusing on is my performance. Yeah. Did I give everything I needed to? You yeah. know, before I couldn't really do handstand push-ups. Now I'm pumping them out. Like, you know, hit the 100 clean the other day for the first time. It was and, a great video. Oh, I watched yeah. it. It was fantastic. Just the, <laughs> the excitement in seeing you do something for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or was, the best part was the high five with the chalk, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was real. The, Slow <laughs> motion that part, yeah. yeah I felt the like, cinematography uh, was awesome. <laughs> Rocky and Apollo. Uh, for people listening, uh, namely my dad as well, <laughs> yeah. what does that mean? Uh, a clean? For, yeah, cleaning it's 100. Like, it's an Olympic lift, basically. Yeah, um, yeah so it's just a one of the measurable movements I guess yep. you do you're doing CrossFit and uh, yeah it's cool you can see yourself how, how you compare against other people as well um, and even t- uh, an Olympic sport as well Yeah. so you can see how shit you are compared to, <laughs> <laughs> compared to how, many, how many days a week are you training yourself uh, yeah pretty much six days but because I coach at the gym as well I normally try and train for 45 minutes in the morning after I coach then go to school and then I'll go back and coach again and so yeah, one of the coolest things for people that are listening, like Josh is basically uh, with his new business and a few other things, he's sort of walked away from the comfort, which is the comfort of a, a full time uh, employment, full time employment to to go out on your own and do this. Yeah, and you were just saying off mic before you it was this week you finally went. I'm not coming back next year. So you had that didn't have that crutch to lean back on. Yeah, it's like into business is a huge thing on your own, mm-hmm. and into business in a niche market as well, where there it's a niche market, but there's so many people in it. It's dude, it's something that Fire and I talk about. It's friggin' mm-hmm. like watching it's unreal, like seeing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, like I've said it for the last maybe one or two years that I, you know, I'm going to leave teaching eventually, uh, and something always kind of brought me back. There was like a a kid did something and I was like you know what I'm still going to teach because that took me two years to get to that point or mm-hmm. whatever and this year that didn't really happen um, which is I guess no through no fault of mine or any of the kids or anything I just yeah. 
I started to focus a lot more on, on health and fitness and, mm-hmm. and nutrition, uh, especially fortitude. Uh, so I was putting all my time and energy into that, and that was probably wasn't that as fair on the kids, to be honest. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I kept saying, I'm, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave, and uh, had my trip to, to Iceland booked for the last day of, of the year when I finished teaching. So we're heading to Iceland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so before Dude. we get to that, so then yeah, the principal came in the other day and said, oh, you know, I heard you're leaving, and I just said, yep. And so that's, that's the full stop on that. And that's when I was like, wow. This is happening. Wow, I'm saying goodbye to that. Yeah, like you said, like guaranteed, like that money. And that's what my kind of my old man took a while to, to mm-hmm. understand that. But it's all about for me. It's been happy. Yeah. Every, every Do you find that too? Now you're focusing in, like not saying that you're not passionate about your teaching or whatever, but this is obviously a super passion. Do you find that knowing that or even doing that now, like even like you work, you, I want to say part-time, but you're not doing part-time. You're doing two or three full-time jobs yeah. pretty much hours-wise. Yeah. Do you find that that's just, there's some like a, like an emotional like you feel better within yourself because you're doing something you actually yeah not you're not forced to do you want to do and it's uh it's a like a passion project that is now a business venture exactly right man and even with the coaching side of things uh both like nutrition coaching and, and fitness coaching i'll wake up at 353 every single morning uh to go and coach like a bunch of absolute legends so at the gym. it just doesn't happen like you, you've got to put in yeah and yeah, how yeah. do you do the 353 alarm after a weekend where, like you said, you, you everything in moderation, including moderation. Yeah. So you are out there having a drink if you want to have a drink for someone's yeah. wedding on the weekend or whatever. How's that three fifty three alarm after that? And how do you go? I just got, do you just have to get up once and then you're back on the yeah. So oh, there's there's a three forty five and there's a three fifty three and uh, uh, like I said, like to be honest, there's I, I go and coach a bunch of legends and end of the week I put my pace up in and I just forget. Half the time I forget to do it because I don't realise I'm getting paid for it. I don't feel like I need to be getting paid for it because I enjoy it that much. And that's incredible. That's when I guess the light bulb moment hit as well. Like I'm getting paid much less to do that than I was for teaching, mm-hmm. and I'm not motivated to go to school mm-hmm. anymore. So it's not by it's not it's not a money figure. It's a it's a passion. Yeah, yeah, I see progress in the people that I coach, and and even with nutrition as well, I see progress in them, and they start to to learn things. Not so much if their body is getting better, but if they're like, oh, I did something this week and my lift went up or I wasn't hungry or I slept better mm-hmm. and I just felt healthier and yeah. you know, I was fuller. Those kind of things matter more to me than, oh, yeah, I can see my abs now. Mm-hmm. And, and even listening to you, like, to be a teacher, there's this part of you that wants to serve others, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, we'll, we'll talk, and to draw a parallel from the beginning of the conversation, talking about the traffic coming in, and we were having the conversation, Jordy and I um, driving in here, talking about people are choosing to do this, you know what I mean? Like, people are choosing to um, do that job that isn't their passion. Um, people are choosing to um, p- pursue another property that's close to the coast that's, um, you know, it, it gets you... Um, it affects your lifestyle, you know. You yeah. you got to pay prop, you know. You got to sit pe- two hours of traffic to get yeah, home. Yeah, like it took us two hours to get here, dude. Mm. And people are willingly doing this, so a lot of people listening are, would potentially fall in that um, bucket. So I want to ask you about you've chosen to you you made a conscious decision to avoid that. You know what I mean? And yeah. and and like I, I try and think, you know. Like having having children or having partner, like um, like I, I try and think, you know, for people listening, this is the reason why I'm why I am doing this. What is it that made it easy for you to say, I'm out, you know, I, I'm fuck it, I'm doing it, I'm going for it. Like, um, what was the driver like for you? Like, to, to be honest, I've always I've always wanted to be 
the happiest I can be and I've always wanted to do everything I can. I've never been one to just kind of focus on, on one thing and even when I was, you know, I played cricket when I was younger and that's how I actually know Simo to be honest. I met him when I was nine years old. Were you on the call of Bankhead? He was on the call of Bankhead. <laughs> Which bank? Fantastic cricket player. But I was, I was juggling cricket and music uh, and uni and then I just went, yeah. scrapped cricket, then went music. Then I was juggling music and fitness and then now it's, you know, fitness, teaching and nutrition. Mm-hmm. I've always been juggling everything and it was just, I'd do whatever it was to make me happy. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I've never been one to kind of settle down with one thing. Yep. Um, and then now I thought there was something that wasn't making me happy. And then another thing, I guess I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but it's it's like it's not till you reflect on something when you're when you're made to that you can kind of understand. Yeah. I, I don't like I don't like listening to when people complain all the time about one thing. Mm-hmm. And I the the worst thing I really don't like is when I'm doing it. So if I feel like you I'm pick com- that up, if I'm compl- why am I changing that one thing? If I'm complaining all the time about work, all right, I'm, I don't like my job then. Yeah. So what am I going to do? I'm going to leave it. And now I'm in the position. And it's only you that can change that, right? Exactly you know? right. Yeah, yeah. It's not that someone else can change their personality because you know they're they're living their life the way they want to. I can change the situation. So why aren't I? I can't. I can't go to work for another year or two years and be miserable and you know mm-hmm. drive as far as I do to get there and think the whole time I just don't want to be there. And yeah. everything, like, and not that everything is uh, like a it's a commercial or a monetizing thing, but everyone that's ever gone out and done what they want, they've left something comfortable. You know, yeah. like that old saying, "Fortune favors the brave." You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, you're never going to walk into something that you a passion will never. Uh, like you're never walking into something that's printing money straight away, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So it's always a risk, and but that's but that's if you assume that you want to, you know, earn coin. Even if you want to monetize it, I'm not saying everything you need to, but even the best people that seem to monetize what they do are following something that they uh, love doing, and money's not the first priority. Yeah. The second priority, it's a, it's a, uh, I guess it's passion a, driven. Oh, it's it's just like a, I guess a side thing that comes with doing all that. So yeah. it's 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 ballsy as shit, like it is. Like the the world you live in, unfortunately, is driven by money. But the people that do that, that are passionate, they have to take that risk, and that's yeah. that's something that's sort of. Uh, uh, there's something beautiful about yeah, that. Yeah, no, there's something about like uh, achieving like success like that. It never comes from staying in your comfort zone. Yeah, exactly. It always comes from, you know, like even you know we were talking about the diets at the start. Like if you if you everything you ate um, come from a menu of what was advertised on TV, right? If anything that you could eat was advertised on TV, would it be? A dog shit diet, Josh. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost like you you um, you conditioned to what you see, like, yeah. And it's um, and it's there's something about like even speaking to you, to someone who kind of stops, and you talk about reflecting with your clients, like. But the biggest reflector here seems to be you, because yeah. you, you you know what I mean, like that reflection that you're trying to instill in your clients, like you live that. Yeah, exactly right. Like that's 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 amazing. And you did touch on it just a bit earlier about Iceland too. Like, yeah. it's another thing. Like going like, and we, this is something that's so cool. Like, I think it's on everyone's, you know, their bucket list seeing the Northern Lights or the is, what's it called, the Aurora Borealis. Borealis. Yeah, like, yeah. And you're off there in three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. And there's today. an Aurora Australis as well on the Southern Hemisphere. Then in, oh, really? But there's we, no land to stand on the yeah. seafront. <laughs> yeah. Which is a big, so, massive and that's something you're going to do by yourself as well. Like, yeah, you're going yeah. travelling by yourself, which opens so many. It's like. It sounds like oh, I'm going to travel, but yeah, it's, it's, there's something in it that is that's like 
it's scary going traveling by yourself man and you're doing that in iceland which isn't like a country that's like the uk or the you know united states or whatnot yeah um yeah so i guess it's always been on the list of things to do before um, you get into it yeah why iceland <laughs> tell me it's warm come on, come on fess so, up fess up so for everyone when i was young when i was younger I like the Dutons, <laughs> and they're yes. from, but they're from Finland. <laughs> so so, so I, was, I wasn't good at geography. So. I was like, uh, Iceland's way better than that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess, I don't know, always looked at the, the landscape and everything, and then I've been really into Vikings, the uh, history of Vikings as well. Any bands? Over there? Icelandic bands? No, I don't Finland's know. got all the bands. Oh, Sigurós. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom, yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like the landscape, and then just the th- whole thing. I've never really known anyone else that's wanted to go there. Yeah. Um. So I thought I've been on a few holidays where I've been to Bali or Vietnam or I don't know places with, with other people, and I haven't always done what I wanted to do. I guess it's maybe sometimes selfish, but I thought this trip is just completely for me. I guess I was at a bit of a I don't know fork in the road in my life. Uh, you know, j- nearly turning. Th- I was nearly turning thirty, uh, and I just wanted to, yeah, like, guess, quit my job and mm-hmm. celebrate Start a business, travel overseas. Yeah, do, do it all at once. So, <laughs> yeah. so, what is what? Well, what's some of the hit lists for uh, for Iceland? Uh, I nearly said Finland. The Dutons, obviously. Yeah, Finland. yeah. Hopefully, the Dutons fly across, <laughs> <laughs> have a beer. But um, so Christmas is really big over there. And Are you there for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. So oh, I'm there for uh, Christmas and New Year as well. So. Uh, that's one of the main things because I'm, you know, it's only me, mum and dad, and my family. So Christmas isn't very big. Yep. Um, so I wanted to experience a different cultures. Christmas. And it's a white Christmas. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. So different. We talked about that last week on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's something that you see growing up: snow and Christmas trees and Christmas lights and yeah, mulled uh, wine. Yeah. Uh, and the Northern Lights, obviously, as well. Uh, and just all the landscapes. There's like so, um, so many amazing waterfalls, and even when it's like that, you know, complete darkness. Uh, you know, for like 20 hours, there's only like four hours of sunlight. Uh, it's still going to be quite, quite beautiful to look at. So, is that the whole time you're there? 20 hours of darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hours of light. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, oh, that's so, incredible. And yeah. it's not certain parts of like Finland, the country itself. No, nah, it's Iceland actually. I, oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm so caught up on the dudes and so yeah. Yes. <laughs> When I come back, I'm going to go, what pranks did they play on you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode of The Dutons. <laughs> That's what we were talking about before we recorded. Like, um, when, when people look at um, the, the standard atlas, yeah. um, you see the, the size of uh, uh, Greenland, for example. You know, it's that big white country. But uh, because it's the Makeda projection, right, you know, because the Earth is a sphere, yeah. and they're trying to create a flat two-dimensional version of it, when you bring, uh, like, if you could trace on a map, if you could trace... Uh, Greenland and drag it down and compare it to Australia, it's like less than one third of Australia, which is so interesting. And, so and how big's Iceland in that comparison? Size of Tasmania. So, oh, really? So mm. it's tiny. Yeah, and 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 but isn't there like a, we're talking about it, ah with Willie. Uh, very serendipitous but um, you know Willie Will was talking about like the number of uh, musicians in um, Iceland uh, per capita like um, because uh, isn't that a part of the education system and that's the uh, parallel and drawing as an educator yeah. like um, like you need to learn a uh, an instrument in, in high school or in, in your schooling career in Iceland oh, to be honest I haven't really looked into the education system because when I was looking at going over there everyone's like oh you're going to work there because I was, I was going to buy a one way ticket Oh, and everyone's wow. like, oh, you're going to teach over there. I looked into it, and they can all speak English, so there's not really much use for for me to go over there and teach English. What's so. the native language there? 
Icelandic. Icelandic. Yeah. Is, there, is Iceland Dicker. the one where there's only like a couple Skeletal of... Skeletal <laughs> <laughs> Is that like Uno Cerveza, por favor? What did you say then? Uh, that's, do you understand English? Obla usta inglés. Afsigif? Is it the chicken and nakapichinente? Oh, the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, just for Goonies. So, isn't, is Iceland the one where there's only a certain amount of last names in the... Yeah, so they they don't have like a, a lineage, uh, like a yes. like a Smith. Uh, they have their their father's first name followed by daughter or son. All right, so if my name was Goodman and I had a son, my son's name would be Goodman son, right? Or a daughter, Sigmund's daughter. Well, Sigmund's daughter. <laughs> their whole name. No, no, that's their last no, name. They have is a first it? name, so I might I'd be Josh because my dad's name is David. Yeah, I'd be Josh David's son. Wow. Yeah. You would be F-Man, F-Man. from Finland? <laughs> F-Man, Michael's son. Yeah. Wow. Daniel's yeah. son. Yeah. So, and you know what? So I was at dinner with someone from Iceland not long ago, uh, and someone asked, how do you know your lineage? Like, what if you went out with someone, you don't know if they're your cousin? Yeah. Like, so, so they're all on uh, that ancestry family tree thing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just just to make sure. <laughs> Let's just check. We know yeah. each other a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So like they can just type in and... Yeah, and what's the population roughly? 300,000 roughly. So that's not a lot yeah, of... And there's about, I think, 1,800,000 in just the capital. Wow. So I'm going across to it. I've got accommodation booked for a very small town. I, I can't say it. Uh, it's, I think, for four days. And it's, I think, about 1,000 people. Wow. It's like going to Walter. So they're gonna, you're going to be in there and everyone's <laughs> going to know there's potentially one Aussie in yeah. the, at the, like, staying at the inn. Yeah, Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Smith. I hope I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> Smithy. Oh, how do you spell that? Oh, are you kidding? What royalty back home? Smithson. <laughs> so, dude, you're, you're pretty much going over to be the novelty of uh, Iceland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> the skinny girl with the beard. So, and there's no no roadmap, no plan other than the one week. You want to do the Northern Lights, and then it's just let's see what happens. Yeah. So I actually do have a friend who lives in the Czech Republic. Uh, so I've known him since I was yeah probably nine years old as well. Uh, he's coming over for like the first week um, when we'll have Christmas together, and the rest of the time I'm just on my own. So I'm on my own for yeah three and a half weeks. That Christmas, wow. that like Christmas over like internationally, like especially where it's like that white Christmas. Something that mm. there's something in that I'd love to do. And yeah. have my kids sort of see the... the uh, do they do, like, a real big... Is it super big over there, like yeah, Christmas? Yeah, apparently like it's, it's like a 13-day build-up uh, where it's, like, yeah, almost a festival. Yeah. So they have, like... The streets really, are lined with stuff and... Yeah. yeah, and you can go on, like, little tours and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, man, it's pretty exciting, to be honest. So that's what Australia misses, like, that whole, like, everyone buying in... Apart from walking down like Myers and something and seeing like a reef up there, and yeah, it's very like, in, yeah, August. And yeah. in August. <laughs> in August, and then a hot cross bun right next to it. But, it's, but there's, there's nothing. There's nothing like that. And I guess the smaller the towns are, the easier it is for that sort of stuff as yeah. well. For, yeah, for a culture to build like that as well. Yeah, like um. But even it, like listening to what you say, what's that movie? You know the movie where the guy Walter Mitty. Walter Mitty. No, no. What the f- I haven't seen that one. The one where he, um, the dude, Emil Hirsch goes oh, into up, the wild. Into the wild. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there's something about that lure of um, the going tramp in, lifestyle. Yeah, not tramp, but just uh, of, the way I'm identifying with it is being by yourself yeah. and experiencing life for yourself. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like you, you've grown up and you've always kind of gone um, like against the grain of the yeah. you know tradition. Like even I've like, always wanted something else. Yeah, and that's what uh, I feel. Even like now at my age, I'm getting some things that I want, like you know the business and succeeding in certain areas of my life and. 
but there's still that something else and I think that Iceland is is that one thing I, I've always wanted to do and now's the perfect time to do it so yeah. it's a bucket list item yeah yeah yeah. So for people listening, like I used to do some work with Josh uh, back in the day. Yeah. We used to uh, write songs together, record songs together. Yeah. And the, the way I know you, dude, is um, music. Like yeah. music was when I first met you. Music was a massive part of your life. You know, uh, of that um, kind of uh, you know that that thing you seem to continually pursue, like that um, passion driven. You know, uh, I don't know something that not everyone does. Yeah. So. How, like, and, and, and working with you, like, and, uh, you know, seeing the passion you had for music, how do you um, describe that, uh, I guess, uh, movement from that, you know, into fitness, into, um, you know, this whole Emil Hirsch thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I guess like, I love music for, I started playing guitar when I was nine years old and, and then joined the band when I was 18 with, uh, with the fellas. Um, and then, and by the way, when he says fellas, uh, semi-casual Dave Smith, yeah. semi-regular Dave Smith, yeah. uh, and uh, and the rest of the boys from Mayhem Edition, semi-retarded Dave Smith, <laughs> <laughs> Mayhem Edition, and then Cambridge, and then Cambridge. Cambridge, yeah. So, oh man, I loved doing that for as long as I did, and um, yeah, obviously I had so much passion for for being on stage and writing music, and then having people connect with those songs as well um, was a big part of my life, and I guess there was almost a light bulb moment for me with that when I was like oh okay I think I've ticked everything off in this kind of field you've gone yeah. as far as you can or need to go in that no I think I think I went as far as I could have gone at that yeah. without yeah, being yeah. unrealistic yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a hard thing to say yeah that's a hard thing to do like yeah. I've been in the same game and like you know you dedicate this time to it yeah and then when you make that decision there's something you got to know when wait like, about it like know when to hold them know when to fold them know to walk away there's these though like, that, yeah. that's, that might be some sort of stupid rhetoric but there's there's got to be a time in your life when you go I've squeezed everything out of this sort of like, yeah. this lemon that you can get eh? yeah man to, to play overseas and to play with some of the bands that we played with uh, you know to release an album uh, hit the charts and those kind of things it was it was just surreal and, and you travelled the world man oh man it was, it was yeah like I said it was unreal and I, I still can't believe that we've done those things and I remember those those moments so vividly and I'll never forget them um, but yeah, like I, there was almost a moment where we came back from a tour uh, and I played a show in Sydney, and I just went, "Yeah, just ooh, yeah, ooh, what is this? I just, I just don't there's have it. Not feeling, not, I'm not feeling this anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, it was the opposite of the Blink One Eight Two song. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not feeling this. <laughs> so after that, I just it took me a, probably a month to decide, and then to tell the fellows, and then. I did have a bit of uh, envy when I maybe watched them play, but then I realised, you know, I'm not putting all, in all that hard work that I was doing before yeah. to get this certain result. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I replace it now with, yeah, with health and fitness, and I still have the creative side, so yeah. I'm always thinking of how can I get better and mm-hmm. even, like, doing research or how can I help this certain person if I'm stuck. Are you a bit of a self-help junkie? Like, are you into that? No, not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... But like I said before, if something's not working, then I'll change it. Yeah. I mean, I've... And know. how do you identify that in yourself? Is it a feeling? Do you, like, you seem to be, uh, like, pretty good at, like, you're saying with your music. You knew it wasn't there, so in a month you changed. Uh, like, like these little things, like, I know you said you had that big, uh, like, that uh, light bulb moment with the accident or whatnot. But how do you recognise, like, there's, well, there's people that just coast through and know what's going bad. Is there something like you just go, I don't want to feel like shit? Pretty much not enjoying it. Yeah. 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 And it's been the same with like relationships or friendships. 
similar thing where they're a bit harder to kind of wean off or not wean off but you know yeah. kind of mm-hmm. cut off um, if I'm not enjoying it then what's there's no mm. point for it in my life I yeah. guess same with yeah work or so everything's anything. giving you something you, whatever you're, yeah. get, you're doing it's got to be giving you yeah. something mm. which yeah. is probably a good way for everyone to look at but yeah so. I, I love that reflection like for, for anyone listening and I, I, like I identify with this so much like if you just sat down and gave yourself 15 minutes of a zero interruption and really got into your psyche and thought about what's happening like how do you feel about it like um, everyone's you know there they could be this um, mindset of just make it work make it work but yeah. like if you really look deep inside and you know what I mean and, and try and identify self analysis is the hardest analysis isn't it how easy it is is it to look at someone else and go oh, that, that's not making that person happy why don't they just fucking not do that yeah. but self analysis that's yeah. the yeah. when whatever that trigger is which you seem to have Josh like mm. it's that's that's something that I yeah. think is not only super important, but like, like that's hard to mm. find. If but if you don't seek it, it'll come out. Like I still remember my twenty sixth birthday, and I was playing music, and that was my main thing that I was focusing on. But I still remember my birthday. Like I was so unhappy. Like I remember on my birthday, upset. I rarely cry, yeah. but I had that. You know what I mean? And that was the indicators. Like, dude, what what what's what's going on you know like it was like it really shook me yeah. you know and it, like it's um, it, it's it's so important to identify that because we can get so conditioned you talk about the 60 year old guy who's had that diet you know what I mean like yeah. he become so conditioned this is the way I, I live my life and you know you, you become an expert at dealing with um, you know that kind of uh, I don't know indiscretion or internal unhappiness you know and, 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 and covering up with a beer yeah. Or a chocolate bar, you know? It, and it's mindlessness, that's what it's called. And there's, it's mindless eating as well when I refer back to diet, like, you know, people's diet. So, you know, if, I, if we bring it back full circle to diet, so why, why do you go for that beer? Oh, it gives me satisfaction. Oh, but how long for? Oh, yeah. just for, I don't know, for 10 minutes? Term, yeah. But how do you feel the next day? Oh, pretty shit ass. Or like, if you have a binge, how do you feel an hour after that? Or what if you made a better choice for your life? Or yeah. made a better choice in your diet? Yeah. Oh, I'd feel pretty proud of myself. How would you feel the next day? Oh, I'd feel even better. Yeah. And then it gets easier and easier. So that first step is so much harder. Mm-hmm. And then once you keep practicing, back to that habit-based kind of yeah. thing. So, so it's rep- repetition yeah. builds habit, yeah? Yeah, man. And that. And so yeah. that's something I like. I am... When I'm on, I'm on. When I'm off, I am... I'm off and I I know I'm off, but there's... You've got to find that thing that just gets you... Mm-hmm. Like, just turns that switch back on yeah, to get yeah. on. We, we were talking about before you come, Josh, tonight. We're having a beer at, uh, at the pub down the road. We we're talking about, like, for us to be here, it's like this real relationship um, withdrawals and deposits, yeah. right? Um, so for us to be here, we're uh, withdrawing from the relationship because, you know, the ladies are looking after the children, right? Yeah. But it's almost like in, in this scenario, it's like you have inner withdrawals and deposits like yeah I'll do it and I'll pay for it tomorrow yep. you know like I'm, I'm getting good at paying for it you know well, is it like, are you a saying, Lannister always pays his debts he's saying I'll have that Big Mac and that milkshake but tomorrow I'll need to run 6k's yep. and do uh, mountain climbers and whatever yeah mm. to, to get some kind of mental balance or even to have these beers I know I'm going to feel shit tomorrow um, but I'll, I'm willing to pay that or yeah. you know uh, like uh, yeah 
I, I don't know. It's like uh, it, it's, it kind of resonates. But even back to that, why, like, why would you feel shit for having two beers with your mates? So that's what something I like to tell people as well is that every, everything you do should have a purpose, yeah. right? And you just all you need to do is reflect after five minutes of doing it, or even before. All right, so I'm going to have this for breakfast tomorrow. What's the purpose? All right, I've got a big workout afterwards. Yeah. All right, okay. And, oh, okay, I'm having two beers with GK and F. Why? Oh, because it's, I haven't seen them for a while, and it's you know good to you know have a beer with your mates, nice and social, have a good chat. So that's the mm-hmm. purpose of the beer. Yeah. But if the purpose is to cover up something, yeah, then, then yeah. that's yeah, a different right. story. Do you remember what Ev said? Um, never uh, always run towards... Oh, Ev, sorry if you're listening. <laughs> whatever it is, never hide away from it. Always run towards what's whatever it is you need to address. Like, so is uh, that so you could confront that front on? Confront the shit out of yeah. it. But my, like, with like, what Josh was saying with having a beer, like that's the like having a beer. The best thing about it is that whole like uh, you, you so the social interaction and all of that, and like you, yeah, you maybe you have a couple of beers, you might feel shit. But the payoff is a payoff worth. It was a payoff like, mm. well, we're not doing that every day. Yeah. But hanging out with Josh and, you know, we touched on some cool stuff because we let our barriers down a little bit, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's, I think that there's a payoff there. But as long as there's, like, a payoff and not, like, uh, fuck, why did I do that? Yeah. You, that's when you're probably on the wrong track, yeah? Like, you got some good memories in the bank yeah. rather than, oh, I chose to stay home and I didn't have a beer with my mates. And then they had a mad time, and next time we hang out, they're all having a like a yeah. good chat about. Oh, remember that time we did this? I have yeah. social uh, social anxiety, not social anxiety. <laughs> FOMO. FOMO. I definitely have FOMO. FOMO anxiety. That's yeah. what he's I've got. I've got FOMO, and I've got uh, what it's it's social excitement. So yeah. if I know that we're doing something cool tomorrow, I'll be excited for like a week. Yeah, and it'll cause me like that's my gut biomes <laughs> yeah. mess up with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I do nervous poos <laughs> every Friday night. <laughs> Just, this oh, so, so what are you doing different. on Saturdays? <laughs> uh, dude, friggin' men. I want to touch on, so where can people find, like, uh, where can people find Fortitude Nutrition Coaching? So, uh, Instagram is uh, at Fortitude Nutrition, Nutrition Coaching. Uh, Facebook, uh, same thing, Fortitude Nutrition Coaching. Website uh, is www.fortitudenutritioncoaching.com.au. Um, and then you can just email me through there or any other formats of social media as well. Did we, we are, for all the listeners out there, we're in... Probably, imagine like uh, like the hottest yoga you can do. It's like, like the a big, cell, the Bikram yoga, yoga cell, but done in yeah. a sauna. But that sauna's in another sauna in another sauna. <laughs> That's how hot it is in here. We are we sweating. We're sweating in great Fortitude Nutrition T-shirts. If you're watching it online, are you are you looking at that wall thinking of Andy Dufresne? Like <laughs> I'm digging through that wall, but not not for anything. Just to get an air conditioning pipe. <laughs> But, dude, thank you so much for coming in, dude. We are, man, this has been fun. We're going to do this without all the background noise. Uh, guys, uh, if you're listening live, which there's no chance you are because this isn't going up like Wednesday, <laughs> to get out to this place for Simon Williams to support him from his uh, new movie. Hit us up on at GK and F A N D F on Twitter. Search GKNF Podcast Podcast on on Facebook. Facebook. Drop us a line. If you've got any questions, we can put you in contact with Josh Smith, definitely iTunes reviews thank you so much for who's writing reviews yeah thank you we appreciate it it's awesome so good keep writing reviews it bumps us up and it lets us keep bringing this shit to you and also don't if if you enjoy an episode please share it on your socials Um, you know share it with your your peers if you've got someone who's interested in in, uh, diets or nutrition just share this episode but um Thank you very much for tuning in. We've got a few episodes left before Christmas, so uh, stay tuned, dudes. Thanks for listening. Josh, Darkness, thank you. Thanks, fellas. Peace.